very shortly, SA Health. An announcer on the this. numbers at Adelaide Oval. A couple of Bob Jane team are text messages before we get to that. On the issue of your concussions, someone said, as long as you can outsmart a gummy shark, Rowie, you're doing yeah. all right. Oh, they're good to catch. On this one, Rowie, a lot of hype around James's pre-season. Will you blow a woofer valve <laughs> if he sidesteps Zach Tui yeah. and kicks a bag round one? Well, he's got to get a game first. I'll tell you one thing, and he goes on to say, also Talia and Duday both injured. Hawkins and Cameron round one. Cue the rain clouds. They both need to get up, I would have thought. You'd want a good solid... They'll be right. They'll be right. And this one from Mark in Tasmania says, Oh, great. Male talking heads and male callers telling the netballers how they're doing it wrong with leadership. (laughs) Well done, Mark. To be fair, Nelly Lombardo was on that. 8223 if you would like to have your say, or you can send us a text, 0448 Can I start by saying our state, SA Health Police and Government, have made us... Well, I'm going to call ourselves a COVID-safe haven, and we should all be grateful for that. There's no question. However, there is some science I'd like a bit more detail on. So joining me is the Deputy Chief of SA Health, Dr. Emily Kirkpatrick. Doctor, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Now, remember, you're talking to a father of three, a fisherman and a dopey footballer, okay? So <laughs> so we're allowed 40,000 at Adelaide Oval for round one. That's if the COVID numbers remain beautiful that they are. I'm just interested, how did you come up with that number? Yes, there is actually some science behind it, believe it or not, how we come up with our numbers for our COVID management plan. So any event over a 1,000 people does require that you do have a COVID management plan. And then we look at the risk associated with that venue, whether it's indoor or whether it's outside. And then we calculate the percentage of seats that can be used, so 75% capacity for the case at Adelaide Oval. And the seats are all mapped out in pods, and that's how we calculate that 40,000 figure. Okay, um, that does make sense. So I'm led to believe that there's a section, there's going to be two rows in the front, behind and on the sides, but yet I can catch a bus, a train or transport to the game, I can go to the toilet, I can go to the food outlets, I can sit in my little bay um, and I'm sitting amongst random. So I don't get why that's any more dangerous than having 44,000, 42,000 or 50,000. So really the pod concept where there's 120 seats in those little sections that you talked about with the two rows either side, that's to enable the contact tracing to occur. So if we know that someone is sitting within those pods, we can identify that those particular people would be close contacts of a case if there was a positive case of COVID-19 at the footy. Now we know if you go on the bus or you're going to the toilet, it's unlikely you're going to spend a long period of time in close contact with someone for that time period that you're there. So when you go to the toilet, washing your hands, all of those things, very unlikely you're going to transmit the virus in that setting, which is why we do require you to be in those sort of pod sections, the designated seats, so the contact tracing team can quickly identify who you've been in contact with. Of course, we would put out a big announcement to everyone that if we'd had a case at the Oval, you know, all be aware, monitor for symptoms. But we don't want to have to put 40,000 people into 14 days of quarantine. So that's why we've come up with the pot arrangement and to try and reduce the risk of other people at the ground being exposed. Okay. Um, So you're more worried about travel to and from the ground or you're worried about what can happen at the ground? Look, really, it's what could happen at the ground. It's that long period of time where you're sitting there. You know, you're sitting there for up to three hours usually where you're in close contact with others around you. When you're coming to the footy, 
often you can be in a bus and we do encourage that people are not crowded on buses. But if you, if you can't socially distance, then of course you can wear a mask as well when you're on the bus. And then we've been spent a lot of time looking at the flows in and out of the oval, particularly with the footbridge across and making sure that we're mm. really conscious of not having too many people then when they leave the stadium are all going in the one direction. So we've tried to space out with the different exits from the oval. Queensland numbers have been nowhere near as good as ours. They had a state of origin pre-Christmas, full house. Yes, yeah, so we did review the Queensland and also the WA models for how they do have their stadiums set up and particularly with their mask usage. And we did get that a lot of thought, but for our contact traces here in South Australia, and that's really what we're considering here is how many people we'd have to contact trace. That's why we've come back to the pot arrangement. And really, we're very happy that we've been able to get to the 75% mark rather than being at the 50%. So progress there for us, which is good. Yep. Um, SA Health's Deputy Chief, Dr. Emily Kirkpatrick, our guest. Now, now I want to ask this with the utmost respect, Doctor. Um, There's no COVID here. Uh, The community spread, I think we've had nine in total. The vaccine's coming. Our health system is not under pressure. So why are we bothering with all these restrictions for sport when it's outdoors? Yeah, so outdoor definitely does reduce that risk, which is excellent, which means you can have people come and watch the game. But really, we are not through this yet. We know the risk is still there, particularly with Victoria and what we've seen happen there. Very unfortunate for the Australian Open. But of course, the risk does remain with overseas travellers coming in as well. We have to be really vigilant still. We would love to have, you know, everyone out and about playing sport outside, all together watching crowds around but unfortunately it's just not safe at this point in time very exciting the vaccines coming on board very very soon but it will take many months to vaccinate the entire country so maximum capacity adelaide oval afl season in your eyes isn't going to happen this year no not at this stage we're looking at it we'll continue to assess the situation particularly as the vaccine rolls out but this plan has been put in place for the season and it is important that we do give people the, I guess, the knowledge and comfort that we are looking at the 75% capacity, not 50%. So pleasing that we've been able to increase it for this year. Okay. Um, could you squeeze it to 44,000 capacity and then every Crows 11-game member would be able to get in? Wouldn't that be fantastic if we could have all the members there as a Crows supporter myself? Uh, but really, we, we do have some science behind our numbers, so hopefully we can come up with a system that we can get as many people there as possible. And, of course, we've always got the telly at home. And we love the interaction here. Uh, Dr Emily Kirkpatrick, thank you again. Uh, Bob Jane Tmart, hill or no hill at the footy? Uh, it wasn't at the cricket. Yes, look, we're really hoping to have that hill up and running for the footy. It is an important place. It's got a lot of history for the state as well. So hopefully we'll see that up and running for the season. Okay. And another Bob Jane T-Mart, masks at the footy. Can we cheer loudly? Look, we do know cheering and yelling does increase that risk of potentially spreading COVID. But of course, that's an important part when you go to the football that you can have a bit of a a yell and a cheer and go off about the umpire. But look, let's be honest in this space. Sitting down, not wearing a mask is okay. When you're up and about moving, you're coming in close contact with others, think about donning a mask. Yeah, okay. We're being super conservative, and I get that because we're here because of that. So the science has got to me a little bit. I can understand it a bit. If I just just, uh, move aside just for one, our state's given exemptions for 300-odd tennis players and coaches to enter SA. Uh, Do they have to isolate? And I know it's for the WTA uh, Memorial Drive Tournament next week. Where are they at? 
Yes, yeah, so what we've done is created a hub arrangement of one of the hotels that's very close by to the to the Memorial Drive, so they'll need to self-quarantine, and that does mean, unfortunately, they won't be able to go to the fringe, which I know they're very disappointed about, um, but it, it does keep the safety of um, the community here in South Australia right at the front. So it's important for people to know these people are going into self-quarantine and will be coming out to go across uh, to Memorial Drive, undertake their practice, and also, of course, play, play the, play the mm. game that we love watching. Okay. Um, my aunt and uncle, they drove to the tennis. They're coming back on Saturday, so they'll have to isolate for 14 days? Look, it really depends on where they've been. If they've been in the greater Melbourne area, hopefully we'll see some good news continue to come out of Victoria and those border restrictions can be relaxed over the coming weeks. That's what we'd love to see. And, of course, great news about regional Victoria as well today, and we do hope to lift those restrictions later. So really hopeful. But if you are coming over from greater Melbourne... Look at the exemption categories. You may be eligible for an exemption if you're returning back, but it is really important to get that testing on days 1, 5 and 12 and quarantining because you may have been out and about at a potential exposure site. Of course, with the tennis, they've been in a hub arrangement already in Melbourne, which makes us have that little bit more comfort when we let them out to go and undertake their play. How are you going, Doc? I mean, this has been unprecedented the the pressure um you and nicola and your team i mean it's you got people like me on radio oh, give me forty four thousand at the footy you got people can't come over people exemptions without exemptions how tough is it how have you been look it's certainly a tough job but i think it's it's been a lot more tougher for the community when we think about this. Yeah. It's been such a huge change for everyone over the past 12 months. You know, the changes, the travel, not being able to freely move overseas, the restrictions around how many people we can have at different venues, all of these factors that you just could not comprehend uh, 12 months ago would happen here in South Australia. And it's just so wonderful to be part of a team where we really do value the evidence and the public health messaging and we just want what's best for South Australia and for the community to get back to normal as much as possible. Nah, brilliant. Just have one more crack at 45,000 for round one, Doc. <laughs> <laughs> Look, the science, 75%, okay. that's where we're at. You got me, you got me. Thanks for your time. Thank you. Oh, we are in good hands. Deputy Chief of SA Health. There you go, Stephen. Dr. Emily Kirkpatrick. Okay. So there you go. There's your answer. Are you happy with that answer? Well, Mike's done a Bob Jane team art. A crowd with masks is bad science. Here's another one. Absolute crap. What about seated tickets? Ask the SA doctor person, what's the science on the mask? Hasn't been any science to show the masks help. Um, another one here. So you can have 40,000 at uh, round one, which is in March. That's March 20. Five but weeks. nobody at the Crows... Internal trial, 10.30 on Saturday. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Oh, look, I get it. I, I, I've got a couple of really great doctor mates, and they say straight out, there is no science. But I get it after speaking to um, SA Health. It's about risk management. It's litigating the risks in sport and, 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 and contact. So I do get that. But I'm still at a loss, and I mean, to be Brutally honest, she didn't answer it. What's the difference between 40,000 or 42 or 44 or 46? I asked that. I asked that specific question. You did. 8223 Love to hear from Port Adelaide and Crows fans on the back of the chat with Dr. Emily Kirkpatrick because the big takeaway is this year is 75%. There is not 100%. No. There is not 80, 85 or 90. 40,000. Listen to this, 75%. Can I start by saying our state SA Health 
So maximum capacity Adelaide Oval, AFL season, in your eyes, isn't going to happen this year? No, not at this stage. We're looking at it. We'll continue to assess the situation, particularly as the vaccine rolls out. But this plan has been put in place for the season. And it is important that we do give people the, I guess, the knowledge and comfort that we are looking at the 75% capacity, not 50%. So pleasing that we've been able to increase it for this year. So there it is, 75%. So there are going to be a lot of members and a lot of fans who will not see footy this year. Uh, A lot of Crows members. Now, there's 42,000 plus, Sam Jacobs told us that, 11-game members. You're allowed 37,500 at this stage, members to Crows round one game. And that's going to be for the whole year. That, you're right, is the big story from all of this. For the entire year, it's capped at 40,000. 3,000 will be uh, corporates, 37,000 will be um, Crows members. Now, it doesn't affect Port. We did that with Port yesterday. They'll have to change their seats, but every 11-game member gets in. So if you're an 11-game member at the Crows, brace for this. You will not be seeing 11 home games at Adelaide Oval. You will not be seeing 11. It might be 9, it might be 10, it might be 8. Who knows? But you will not be seeing every one of your boys play Every game. Generosity only goes so far. Let's hear from the members. 8223 0000. Would love to get your thoughts on the back of what the doctor had to say.